0: We are lucky enough today to talk with the chair of the organizing committee with the Terry Fox run. We have John Grummett with us on the line today. Good morning, John. How are you?
1: Good. How are you this morning?
0: I'm excellent. Thanks. Thanks so much for taking some time to chat with us today at the Terry Fox Run. It's amazing. I was looking actually on your social media forms and it was uh, talking about the fact that St. Catherine's was just honored with 40 years, recognized for 40 years of commitment to the Terry Fox Run. Have you been around for that long amount of time? We're pretty close to it.
1: Pretty close to it. So so this is the 42nd run, uh, the 42nd annual run. Yeah. And St. Catherine's actually was right there from day one. So this wow. will be the 42nd run in St. Catharines. And I, uh, my first run that I ran in was in 93. Okay. And the first one I organized or helped organize was in 98. So it's been a long time.
0: Yeah, I bet you get so much. Uh, it, it Has it changed? I guess I probably shouldn't even just assume that You kind of do the same thing year after year but has it changed has it evolved over the last number of years do you do things a little different now than you did you know back so many years ago
1: yes and no i i think probably the biggest change obviously the last couple of years was a big change because it was virtual but probably the biggest change is is in the social media trying to get the word out there through social media and and the collection of money back in 1998 it was all cash and now You can go online, you can register a team, people can donate online, so uh, it, it's a lot easier. There's still the cash money that comes in, and, and uh, we, we don't turn that away, but, but <laughs> it is a lot easier to uh, administer the fundraising side of it than it was back in 1998.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So Terry Fox run, as you just mentioned back, and I guess we can say full force because you guys still did uh, do parts of the run, even though everything was shut down over the last couple of years, but it is nice to be back face to face with the run this year, correct?
1: Yeah, we are back live this year. The last two years we did it virtually. And, and uh, you know, there was no, Uh, very little cash to handle the last two years because it was all done online but but people uh, were still fabulous in raising money we we raised probably as much last year as we raised uh we're probably more last year than we did the the last year we had a live run so uh, it's all about people going out and doing things uh uh, to raise money. And, and uh, I think when people were cooped up at home, they, they thought of creative ways of raising money and reaching out to people in that.
0: I really love that too. Actually, you know um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the creativity that some people can have when it comes to raising money for the, for the run. Uh, but I do want to actually talk about this because there's been a number of other organizations that I've been working with as of late that say that they really liked the virtual aspect of it as well, because it did give people maybe who wouldn't normally have the time to come out and do the run. Uh, so they're still incorporating parts of that. Are you guys doing the same kind of thing?
1: yeah like the the Terry Fox run is a little different in that it's called a run but it's really a run walk uh, rollerblade, whatever you want to do uh, it's not a competitive run um, and you know we encourage people that if they can't come out the day of the run to just go out and do something ahead of time and and you know the last two years it was really a virtual run and and you know uh, myself, I went down to the uh, uh, Welland Canal and ran along the canal uh, because it's a nice area there. Um, but, but, you know, if you can't make it on Sunday, September 18th, just go out and do something ahead of time or on the same day or the next day. It doesn't matter, but just uh, do something to keep uh, Terry's dream alive.
0: And I, you know, obviously everyone knows about Terry Fox and the Terry Fox run, but, you know, for those maybe that just need a little refresher or perhaps, you know, are really finally getting back into raising money for things like the Terry Fox run, tell us where that money goes.
1: So it it all goes to cancer research and uh uh, so it's not the the uh sort of the treatment or administration of of cancer treatment it's all related to research um and and it goes all across canada Um, Brock university has been a a a recipient of research dollars over the last number of years Um, but but it's really designed to try and and uh, find a cure for cancer um, the federal government back, I think it was about three years ago, uh, set up a national research uh, fund uh, through the Terry Fox Foundation. And uh, and they're trying to, I guess, get more bang for the buck in the research dollars as well. But, um, you know, the, the effect of it, we have a, a national kickoff every year. Um, In Toronto and and uh, it's usually in May every year and and they'll often have speakers come in and talk about uh, the research and what's happened and and you know if Terry had that cancer today he wouldn't have died.
0: And that was one thing I was actually going to get to is where, what have you noticed the biggest change has been in that research? Is there, and like you just say, I mean, Terry wouldn't have died from, from that cancer is, is that where you're yeah. noticing that, uh, those research dollars is that we're having so much more information about cancer that uh, we can. Yeah. We can- as,
1: as much as, as much as uh, you hear, uh, everybody knows somebody that's been touched by cancer. Yeah. Um, you know if we didn't have those research dollars the the number of people passing away from it would be a lot more significant than it is today not to diminish what's going on today but but um, there has been a lot of advancements and uh, there's actually a website called uh, tfri.ca and it stands for terryfoxresearchinstitute.ca and if you go on there it'll give you a a bit of a summary of what the research being done has and what the advancements have been and uh, it's really quite amazing what has been done. Uh, I can't imagine what the world would be like if we hadn't had that research done. I, I think you know you would have seen a lot more people passing away from cancer than you do these days.
0: That's a really good point to bring up. And we'll attach that link actually with our uh, our social media postings when we post this link as well. I think that's important for people to take a look at and see exactly where their money has gone to over the years and, and continues to go towards. Uh, you guys had a big bottle drive last week, I saw. And you raised some good money for that one as well, correct?
1: Yeah, it, it's funny. when uh, When we went virtual in 2020, we tried to think of, well, how can we creatively raise some more money and uh, one of the runs i think it was in edmonton had had a bottle drive And so we thought, well, let's, let's try it. So 2020 was the first year we did the bottle drive and, uh, uh, this was the third year. Um, we raised about $3,000, which if you, if you take $3,000 and divide by 10 cents, it's, (laughs) it's a lot of bottles.
0: It's a lot of bottles. That's a lot of work. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, we've had some good partners in that, uh, uh, one of the biggest ones is uh, Hildreth's Fruit Market in Beamsville. Uh, they acted as a bit of a depot so people could drop their bottles off. And And one of the members on our committee, as well as myself, have have been sort of stopping at Hildreth's and picking up bottles and, and that. And uh, it, it's amazing the amount of bottles that have been dropped off at that fruit market. I think everybody in Beamsville has cleaned out their garage now
0: because <laughs> uh, uh,
1: they were a big supporter in... in uh, Uh, you know, getting us to the numbers we got to on the bottle drive.
0: That's fantastic. You guys are very lucky that you have some amazing support from, uh, you know, some big companies around the Niagara region. One of the ones we, you know, kind of going back um, to how creative people can be when they're doing fundraising and also having the support of some of those big companies is Beedies is a really big company that supports uh, the Terry Fox run. I love when I was on your Facebook page uh, yesterday, I saw one of the uh, I don't know who it was. One of the workers at Beattie's um, did a challenge or a dare, I guess we can say, where he dyed his hair blue uh, and would, you know, for the money that was raised for Terry Fox. Do you find that people get really creative when it comes to my, uh, raising funds more as years go on?
1: Um maybe not as much as I would like to see. Okay. Um, that was uh Scott McMillan at BD's and he challenged his coworkers to raise a thousand dollars. And he said, awesome. if they did, he would dye his hair blue. And, and they actually raised, I think around $2,500. Wow. And, and uh, um, one of our committee members works at BDS as well, so okay. I, I think that's not to take anything away from BDS, but that's part of the reason why they've been a bigger supporter of ours sure. is because uh, Teresa Harvey works there, and and um, yeah, they've they've done a lot for us over the years. That's for sure.
0: That's fantastic. So, but I,
1: like on that note, I I think if if people can't come out to the run or, or uh, are busy that day you know if they can if they can do things creative to to try and raise money um, and through social media and and you know the website where you can actually pledge the money and, and donate the money think of something creative and and uh, and see what you can do it's, it's amazing like that's a great example where he thought well maybe I can raise thousand dollars and he ended up with 2500.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely awesome. And I love that the Terry, for me, I always feel like this anyway, that the Terry Fox run really represents like a time for your family to get out like, you know, young, old, like the kids can get involved with it. And I think if you put a creative spin on it, then everybody can have that even that much more fun it creates a good memory, right for some uh, a family.
1: Yeah. And, and like I said before, it's not a competitive run. So, you know, we get people out uh, in wheelchairs, we get people out on skateboards and rollerblades. And, and we had one guy a number of years ago on a pogo stick. Um, awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I understand this year, I haven't got exact confirmation. There's somebody coming on a unicycle this year.
0: So oh, I'm looking wow.
1: So, and, and our run route, it's, it's two and a half kilometers out and two and a half back. So a five kilometer route, but you know, some people can't do five kilometers. So you can go a half a kilometer out and back or a kilometer out and back. It's not like you're, you're going to be judged because you didn't uh, finish the whole route or anything like that. It's, it's more around uh, uh, remembering what Terry did and raising some money.
0: Absolutely. Uh we've got John Grumman on the line with us today. He is uh chair organizing uh chair organizing committee or chair of the organizing committee for the uh, Terry Fox run. Uh we're talking about um about the route and of course the Terry Fox run in Port Delozy. It's a beautiful place uh to do the run. And I've I've done that uh run in the past. And like I say, it's just it's funny because even when you're from the Niagara region and you go around that route, you're like I didn't realize how nice this was down here. So it really is a great route. And like you say, it's, um, it's go at your own pace. If you can only do a kilometer, you do a kilometer. If you can do the five kilometers, then you do the five kilometers. Uh, coming up September the 18th, what else is going to be involved in that day?
1: Um, so that day we, we uh, have the five kilometer route. We're going to have uh, uh, some entertainment after the uh, run. Uh, we've got uh, a local musician. I won't say who he is, uh, um, but he's a friend of mine. He's coming out to play some music for uh, maybe an hour after the run. Um, we, we are not having the barbecue this year uh, that we've had in the past. Just when we started planning this back in, in uh, February, we didn't know where COVID was going to be, sure. at, so we thought let's just uh, let's just walk before yeah. we run this year. So uh, we've we've put that to the side, but uh, uh, we're trying to have some entertainment there. Um, uh, Duncan from the Niagara River Lions is coming out for uh, a little while as well, and, and we're still working on a couple other things as well.
0: It's always a lot of fun. I'm sure that uh, this year will be no different other than we get to see each other face to face this year. As we mentioned, that's going to be probably the best part. Um, If people want to get involved, we were talking right at the top that you can pretty much get involved any way you want to um, at any time, whether you want to do door to door, you know, uh, solicit your, your neighbors or your family or you want to do it with online. Can you just kind of guide us through that? Where do people have to go?
1: Yeah, so so that's a very good point. Uh, I was thinking back to when we first started this, and and it was people going door to door with their pledge sheets and and collecting five dollars from every ah. neighbor and that type of thing. And and uh, you know, you can still do that. Uh, you can still get pledge sheets, but but the the new way of doing it is is uh, you can go on to the the Terry Fox site, and it's TerryFox.ca. Uh, you can set up a team, um, or you can just. Pledge, pledge right there and donate right there. Um, it's fairly easy to follow through. The only thing to be careful of is when you're looking for the St. Catherine's Run, you have to type in Saint and then appear like the ST period and then oh. Catherine's. Uh, if you forget that period for some reason, it doesn't show up. So uh, okay. uh, I don't want people to get frustrated that they can't find the St. Catherine's Run. Right. Um, but yeah, you can go online, you can donate uh, right online or Or you can get a pledge sheet online and go door to door and do it the old fashioned way. Um, You mentioned earlier, we had a bottle drive last weekend. You know, if you didn't bring your bottles out and and you didn't get to it, you still have them kicking around your garage, take them back to the beer store and then take the money and donate it to the Terry Fox run. You don't have to... uh, um, or if you want to go door to door and collect bottles from your neighbor, I'm okay with that. <laughs> too. But, and these are some of the creative ways of, of uh, doing it. But um, the big thing is, is uh, if you want to do it online is that Terry Fox site, which is terryfox.ca.
0: Okay, that sounds good. I like that it's uh, nice and streamlined and easy too. You know, you can make it as complicated as you want to or as simple as you want to. That's my cup of tea. Uh, John, thank you so much. This has been great. And uh, as we say, September the 18th, Terry Fox Run, Port Dalhousie. It's going to be a great time and uh, it'll be great. Great to see everybody again, as we say, face to face. So Terry Fox dot ca that has all the information we of course have all the information as well over at giantfm.com thank you again john for taking the time and
1: one one other thing to just keep in mind is since the st catharines are unstarted we're over 1.3 million in st catharines is what we've raised so wow it's uh it's not insignificant
0: thanks again for taking the time